Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here, and this is the Astrological Wings channel. And I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for the week of March 13th through the 19th. And I would say if there was a good way to describe this week, what we have is a week of what I call confusion. And what we have going on is the sun and Mercury, both in Pisces, if you'll remember, I've talked about that the last week or so. The full moon last week with the moon in Virgo versus the sun in Pisces and then Mercury in Pisces, a sign that it's very weak and have caught up to Neptune. They've gotten towards the end of Pisces and they've caught up to where Neptune is. So they're going to conjunct all together this week, but problem is they're all square Mars too. So a lot of confusion, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So first off, I want to mention the Astrological Winds channel is a free service that I offer every week on YouTube. So if you are a YouTube follower um, and you have an account, I mean, if you have a YouTube account, become a follower of the Astrological Winds channel and Make sure to turn on your notifications so you'll know when it is posted, and it's usually every Monday. Now, um, also, remember it's a free service, <clears throat> so best way you guys can pay me back is to please pass the link on to somebody else. And remember, it's also available on all kinds of podcasts. Just look up Astrological Winds Channel. And if you need to get in touch with me, the best way to do that is through email, M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. Would love to do your chart, or if you know someone else that's looking for some chart work to do. Okay, so, um, you know, to me this week, there's three main kind of things. They kind of tie together, and like I mentioned in the beginning right away, the big thing that's driving this week is that the sun and Mercury, both in Pisces, are catching up to Neptune, and they're going to conjunct it, but they're all squaring Mars still. And if you remember last week, you know, there was that T-square to Mars during the full moon. So that is basically going on. And and so, like, really, it, it, you know, there's six actual aspects that go on from Tuesday to early Friday that... Fr among these four different planets. And it starts with a Mars square Neptune on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, we got the Sun conjunct Neptune. Then on Thursday, we have Mercury conjunct Neptune and square Mars, or no, and the Sun square Mars also on Thursday, and Mercury square Mars also on Thursday. And then the Sun does its superior conjunction to Mercury early on Friday. So, you know, first off, you know, just remember like, you know, what, you know, the energies we're thinking about here is we have the sun, and, which is, you know, our will and our drive and, you know, what we're, you know, our life path. And we have Mercury, which is, you know, our intellect and our mind and what we're thinking about. And then we have Mars that is like our actions and our motivations. And here comes Neptune in. And Neptune doesn't really function well with any of these guys, especially in squares and in conjunctions. And and then you have both the Sun and Mercury 
in the sign that Neptune has most affinity with, which is Pisces, a very similar energy. So if anything, the sun and Mercury in Pisces are like, there's confusion already there. They're not their normal selves already there. Like I said, if Mercury is very weak in Pisces, it's considered in detriment and fall. And the sun is not very strong in Pisces either because the energy is kind of just so dissipated in, in Pisces. So now they're squaring Mars on Tuesday. And really what that brings in is really just a lowering. It's just looking at what's going on around us and around you and just feeling so kind of discouraged that of what, you know, the energy that's going on that you kind of lose your confidence in, in your ability to deal with what's going on. And so the, the energy, it can lower energy in many ways. First of all, physically, it can lower energy because we just can't get up for doing what we want to do. And, and part of the problem with that is it also can allow the body's normal strength it's it's to fight off kind of things like illnesses and allergies and infections will go down because we're just not you know feeling our normal energy and it's, so that's it's a time when you know illness can creep in also you know and it can affect us psychologically and we're very discouraged when we're finding that uh, the things that we want to do are just not working out there's a lot of confusion there's a lot of watering down of the energy and so it can like psychologically get us into that addiction personality or victim personality or even perpetrator where we're, you know, when people are so desperate to like, you know, make something happen that they'll actually do underhanded acts. They'll, they'll like, you know, be fraudulent or they'll be criminal or they'll be deceptive or secretive in their behavior just to try to get something that they're not, you know, able to get the way they normally get. And, you know, so it's like it can affect us on that level too. And, and so it really is like, you know, it's really a, a mode. It takes our motivation away, you know, and it, and it gets us into like realizing that a lot of the things we really believe in are really iffy, you know, and, and, and it can, and just get us into a position where we're feeling really sensitive and um, feeling a need to get space. And that's actually, I think, the important thing in the beginning of this week is to do that, is to, like, even if it's just internally, to, like, have some quiet space to take in a lot of this. But it's going to be very, very easy to try to, you know, go down a path where we're trying to get away from this energy and, and, you know, and, and try to get into some kind of form of escapism. Um, it's interesting because, you know, there, it does bring a sensitivity too. And there's a very intuitive energy, you know, especially when the sun and Mercury conjunctions of Neptune kick in on Wednesday and Thursday that, you know, we, you know, there's this discouragement, you know, that goes on from not seeing reality working well. And, and in all honesty, you know, I mean, over this weekend, you know, you know, the, uh, at the end of last week, a big bank failed in Silicon Valley. And, you know, they've been talking all weekend about how 
the effects of that can like really water down the whole economy, like, you know, what to do, but everyone's confused about what to do. So here's a perfect example of the Mars square Neptune on a collective level happening right there. And like, you know, the ideal of the banking not working out in real life and action and has is stuck now. And, and now there's confusion. What are we going to do about this? Like, you know, and it could lead to a lot worse things, you know, if we, it could lead to a lot of victims. It could be, you know, so like, you know, there's this confusion that comes in and it can, and it can suck the energy out. And yet at the same time, there's, a, you know, like then we get these two conjunctions come in right after that square. And there's like this intuitive ability to tap into like seeing things on abstract levels and deeper levels that, you know, is, um, like I said, it's very intuitive, both emotionally and, and in the gut. And it's like, okay, you know, I can, you know, get a sense of like, you know, seeing like maybe other ways that we can work around this. But at the same time, it also is like bringing in, it can bring in a lot of understanding and compassion for, you know, everyone realizing, hey, you know, we're kind of in this together in this confusing situation. But um, once again, like even the Mercury thing, it's like, you know, it, it really gets us into an abstract mind place, you know, the, the Pisces energy, the Neptune energy. So, you know, there's, there's like, um, the, our thoughts are really, uh, are, are kind of like an impressionist painting, you know, they're, they, and, and they can go from like, you know, using words art, artistically, you know, poetically, lyrically, things like that in very imaginative ways and in very inspired ways to the other extreme of being very deceptive with our thoughts and words, you know, and trying to like, you know, be underhanded and secretive once again. So there's like this energy that, you know, is like bringing confusion. And when a lot of our reality isn't working right, a lot of people start to, you know, can fall into this trap of like, well, how can I get away with something kind of under the covers, under the rug and, and, you know, try to get what I still want somehow, you know, or get closer to what I want. So there's this danger with the Mercury Neptune too of doing that. But it, it you know, to me, it's interesting to, um, then it goes to the, you know, the sun squaring Mars and Mercury squaring Mars on Thursday. And that shows all of a sudden, like, there's an anger, like, you know, that's going to drive. It's a square. So now we're going to, like, want to do something. We want, you know, by the end, by as we're getting, as the week goes along, despite this, like, confusion, despite this, like, at a loss of knowing what to do, we still want to do something about it. So, like, there's this, like, almost like the an anger behind it. Of, of the sun and Mercury square Mars and and like pushing for what we believe in and and it can activate physical energy too. We get past the the Neptune thing there and it starts to activate energy and it's like maybe some of those things we saw intuitively with the sun and Mercury in conjunction, you know, are starting to like activate us and maybe 
some of the anger, you know, of things being stuck that we saw with the Mars and Neptune are pushing us now to move forward. Um, we have to be really careful, though, with the Sun, Mercury, Mars, because we get really touchy and irritable with other people too. Like we have a tendency to project the anger and irritation that we're feeling inside into conflict on others, very defensive positions. Like it's almost like watching our things fail and still defending them, you know, and still like feeling really angry at anyone who might like disagree with that. So it can really easily be projected and then you got the sun also doing its superior conjunction to Mercury, which is many times a really good time to start new things, you know, but in this case, you know, which is still a good thing, but in this case, it seems like it could feed more subjectiveness, you know, in the sense of like with the sun and Mercury squaring Mars, there's already a lot of ego and subjectiveness in what we're thinking and what we're doing and how we want to act, right? And so like here we, you know, we, you know, we get sun Mercury and this is like really subjective energy. This is like the mind and ego really bound together tightly and, and really, you know, very subjective way of looking at things. Now it's also a conjunction of two inner planets. So it's a good time many times to start new things. There's a lot of motivation to go out there and be an actor in the world, to be an initiator, to take action. So you can see what's going on, like as the week goes on, like the things that are confusing and demoralizing and all that, we may take that inside for a little bit and then it'll start to fire up our imagination and inspiration to want to do things. But I don't know really if the answer is going to be there this week. It really doesn't look like it. I think it's really more of a week of confusion and like trying to get an idea of where to come out of that. Now, interestingly enough, too, the um, two of the other things I wanted to talk about, one of them has to do with Venus right on Thursday, Friday, just as like you know, this energy is peaking where it starts to go into this like self-driven and maybe more, you know, angry, irritated kind of energy where we have to watch, you know, our impulsive behavior and stuff like that. Venus squares Pluto the same day on Thursday. So this shows, yeah, very dangerous time for us to get too egotistical and defensive and too subjective and then get into power struggles or battles in our relationships and with our loved ones. It could bring up some really deep, intense emotional stuff, but maybe that's where, you know, it needs to come out so that we can reform from there. But the danger is with Venus square Pluto at the same time that Mercury is squaring Mars and the Sun is squaring Mars is that we're going to get probably really defensive and subjective and not be able to see out of our tunnel vision box of, you know, in relationships about that. So like, you know, those seven deadly sin things can really start to come up in relationships then, you know, the manipulation, jealousy, possession, guilt, fear, you know, intimidation, coercion, all that stuff 
that ugly stuff that you know sits when our power is challenged by someone else can come up now the best way to use it is to reform you know to be like honest about that stuff let it go and reform and that's where sometimes neptune can help you know seeing having that compassion for the human condition that we're all in those cycles of you know victimhood perpetrator addiction things like that you know so that you know maybe we can reform from there now interestingly enough on friday that's you know what can happen because venus now remember too this pluto stuff is interesting too this is the first pluto aspect pluto is at that critical 30th degree a capricorn so a lot of stuff that has been like ugly smoldering underbelly stuff maybe even for years is coming to a conclusion is coming to a breaking point is coming to a place where it's going to crash and burn and transform into something else so you know these pluto aspects are very intense and like i said united states pluto return you know and if there's like the banking issues which is pluto lots of power and money you know we could see some very strange things happen to the united states once again during this pluto return if we have an economic run or anything on banks um now what's interesting like i said it goes it's so it's hitting that 30th degree so what does that mean it means that that venus is going into a new sign because it's you know right at the end of the sign it's in so goes into taurus on friday and that's interesting too Tor venus is very very comfortable in taurus it rules taurus it's when venus the goddess gets to enjoy the pleasures of the earth you know um sex money objects art relationships that are stable all these things the venus goddess really is here to enjoy the golden age kind of venus energy you know um very dedicated and loyal to who she considers family and wants to take care of them to the point of maybe being to possess them again which can play sometimes badly with that pluto stuff but we're going away from that at this point um and and just enjoying you know like i said the pleasures of life now interestingly enough you know it does you know taurus is the sign that rules banks and money and venus is the sign that rules is the planet that rules money so maybe you know there'll be some resolution at that point for some of the issues that may be going on with the banking thing and and then to build that up on friday also remember saturn just went into pisces so what does that mean pluto right at the end cap 30th degree pisces saturn into pisces just last week right at the beginning of pisces right so venus hits pluto jumps a sign goes into the first degree of the next sign and hits saturn in a sextile and that shows yes people want to work on stabilizing things 
by the end of the week that they want to bring stability into relationships. They want to live up to their commitments. They want to get advice from experts, from, from older people or experienced people or people in the know on how to move forward. They want to be more conservative and judicious with their money-making decisions and, you know, just things like that. So it can build a stability into relationships, this Venus into Taurus and Venus sextile Saturn. So that may be a lot of the answer that we need to this confusion that could come in. Um, and then Mercury hits Pluto also on Saturday. It's a sextile on Saturday, I should say. Um, the next day, it's a sextile to Pluto. And then, um, so what's that mean? Right at the end again, right? Right at the end of that sign. So, so it's a sextile. And so this is really good for looking really deeply into things to really using the mind like a, like a laser to get to the bottom of things and not being afraid to face what you see and using that stuff to change, to bring transformation. So there's a lot of interest in the human mind and the psyche and what drives us to do the things that we do. And, there, and when Mercury is there, it's able to stay objective. You know, it's able to, you know, kind of look at these things and see the effect and gives us the ability to focus our minds so and concentrate on anything we're trying to do research on really and then want to share what we know like really want to like get it out there you know so very interesting and then of course because it's right at the end of that sign to make that sextile mercury goes into aries later in the day so it gets out of Pisces. Now, Mercury's moving pretty quick right now. I got through Pisces pretty quick, right? And it's heading into Aries now and, um, and moving fast. So what happens? That's a big shift, right? We go from the 12th sign of the Zodiac into the first sign of the Zodiac. A very big shift. Like I said, Mercury and Pisces, not very comfortable. A lot of confusion, not a lot of clearness, a lot of like confusion in your mind and thoughts and misunderstood communications, things like that. And here we go into Pisces and wow, you know, the mind, it gets really active. It gets sharp. It gets quick. It jumps to conclusions many times too fast. You know, um, but it gets a much more positive attitude, you know, and it's it's a it's an initiator again. It's going out and initiating things. But yes, that is a danger for Mercury in Aries is to get very impulsive with our decision making processes and regretting it. And then sometimes not even you know, allowing ourselves to admit that we made a mistake instead, like defending it, like, you know, just getting redder, redder in the face, kind of like an old cartoon with the smoke coming out of your ears by the end of it. So, you know, we have to be really careful of that, you know, so it's very, um, very quick energy, though. The mind gets a lot sharper. So it's a really interesting week, you know, it's like it starts with a lot of confusion. And I can't say that will be out of confusion by the end of it. But I will say that, you know, it will start to, you know, Neptune's gonna show us some different things intuitively, especially if, like I said, we bring that energy in in the beginning of the week. 
even if we can't get away from the hustle and bustle of the real world and the confusing situations that other people and experiences that we are having right now, inside, we can take it in and find a place. And I think if we find that place, we can tap into the Sun-Mercury conjunction and, and find some intuitive ideas, some insights that we might not have. And that, you know, combined with some of the frustration and anger about like seeing things not going the way we want with the Mars-Neptune and the discouragingness and the irritation that brings to tap into those squares then at the end of the week where it's like, okay, I'm going to motivate and do this, but we have to be really careful, you know, that, you know, it shows that we can really get into a lot of battles with people and with other people in relationships by being, you know, overly reactive and overly defensive and take it really down to some deep places. But then by the weekend, I see it like, you know, like, okay, yeah, I want to stabilize here. You know, I want to try to build something stronger. I want to be truthful about what I'm seeing and then start to make some decisions based on that. So I can't say that we're going to be out of confusion, that's for sure. But I can say that we are going to use it to inspire us ultimately to try to take some actions by the end of the week and figure out ways to, you know, get back on the path, so to speak. All right. Um, this is Matt Law, and then this is the Astrological Winds channel. Um, it is a blog that I started just as a written blog, gosh, probably almost 20 years ago, and um, was podcast for a while, and it's been on YouTube now, I think this third or fourth year. Um, free service I do every week. And um, I'd really appreciate it if you could pass the link on to somebody else um, when you're done um, today. Um, that's really how I've gotten the blog to grow in an organic and authentic way. Um, it's, you know, on YouTube, like I said. So if you have a YouTube account, um, become a follower and turn on your notifications. Not really necessary to see me right now, although I'm going to be doing some changes to the blog soon and get some more video stuff going, including information, and so I don't have to talk this out to you guys every week, um, uh, just like on the screen, that is. But um, it's available on podcasts, too, is my point. And so just look up Astrological Winds Channel on your favorite podcast. If you don't find it there, look somewhere else. It gets distributed through Buzzsprout every week to 15 to 20 at least. It's in the top 50% of podcasts, which is not a huge amount of followers, but it is, you know, making headway. And, you know, and it gives you a lot more freedom, you know, you know, no, not necessary to watch the screen. You can be doing it while you're driving to work or working out in the gym or taking a walk, walking the dog, whatever, you know, you can listen to the blog then. Um, also, Instagram. Okay. Um, apparently, the link I've been putting on Instagram for all these years doesn't directly take you to the YouTube because I don't have 10,000 followers. That's on you guys. You guys got to get me to 10,000 followers on Instagram, and then I can just post the link every week. But I think I finally figured out a way, thanks to a couple of my friends who watch the blog, um, to, you know, actually um, get the link to take you 
to the YouTube channel and then you just hit on this week's link. So um, it's available on Instagram is my point. And if you have an Instagram account, become a follower there too, Astrological Winds Channel. And I do post some extra stuff on Instagram every week or not, you know, most weeks, I can't say every week on certain days that, you know, there's extra stuff maybe going on that I didn't get to in the blog. Also Facebook, I use Facebook mainly just for astrology guys. Um, got a lot of friend requests. Um, I don't keep up well with them, but it is a private account and I do post the link there every week. So if you want to friend me there, Matthew with two T's, Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N. Um, best way you can support me, professional astrologer, over 20 years, been giving readings, um, profound from, you know, readings are just profound for people. They, you know, find, you find many things that are complex things that have been going on in your life and find out, okay, this is part of my makeup. And then you can start to be self-empowered by knowing that and having that energy and knowing that and making different decisions with it. So if you've never gotten your natal chart read or or it was a confusing reading, or it was someone, you know, who just read a book on astrology, one of your friends, and, you know, did you as a test, you know, or even a computer reading. Computers just don't put together all the information like a human being does. You know, I highly recommend you get that. Um, you're, it's with you your whole life, you know. So, and then every year around your birthday, highly recommend a predictive reading. It's the same thing. It's your weather report for your year, just like I do this blog, weather report for the week, it's just for you for the year. And once again, helps you realize, you know, whatever you're going through this year, you know, this is things and things you can help, help you become self-empowered, know how to deal with the situation in a more clear manner, know when it's going to end, etc. things like that. So right around your birthday, I highly recommend you give yourself that birthday present every year and have that wisdom every year. Um, also relationship charts. If you just got in a new relationship or if you're in an old one and you want to see, you know, where that entity is heading, um, children's charts. If you, you know, have a youngster and you'd like to, you know, figure out better ways to communicate, to connect with them and to know the key moments in their first 20 years of their life. Um, astrocartography relocation. If you're thinking about moving somewhere, looking for the power lines of certain planets where they fall, fall on the earth to get under their energy, you know, that's something we can do. Big star readings. Um, for people who have had their natal reading, for sure, understand that chart well and want to go deeper, you know, and figure out why they're really here. You know, very esoteric, deep readings. Um, horary charts, if you have a question that you can't get the answer to, we can do a chart and see if we can figure out if the chart can help us find an answer. Um and also elections, if you're going to have an important event coming up, so you're getting married this this spring, you know, or whatever, you know, we can find the best day and the best time in that day to make it a more successful venture. So all kinds of different readings. Um, beginner's class is also available on Dropbox. Uh, first five for $100 even, or 25 each individual one unless you're a student and then you can have them for 20 even. And then I'm also available for your group for lectures, classes, question and answers, 
um, sessions, mini readings, entertainment, that kind of thing that's astrologically oriented. Um, just all these things right now, the best way to get me is through my email, M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. It's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And, and until I have my website back up, which I'm slowly working on, and there'll be some deeper doors on there and other stuff eventually. But um, that is really the best way to get me. All right. Um, like I said, um, please pass the link on now that you're done. And I appreciate that. And I'll see you guys all next week. We're going to have a new moon next week. Um... I believe, and let's see, let me just double check that for all of us. Yes, we are. We're going to have a new moon in Aries, and it's at, it looks like it's at about 10, 8, 9 degrees. So that will be one of the main things we'll look at next week. All right, until then, this is the Astrological Winds Channel, and Matt Lawton signing off.